Welcome to the Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I got my guest with me today, Mr. Gavin Kerr. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic overall. How are you, Wes? Dude, I'm doing good, man. Just, you know, pushing and making things happen. I feel that. I feel that. I, uh... Recently picked up a uh, second job, actually a career, so I'm working like 20-hour days right now doing busy as all hell. I uh, got into my local union, so I'm doing demolition in the morning, and then I go to the gym for a couple hours. I'm doing training right now, and then after that I go and I DJing at night. That's my second job. So I'm just, I'm working around the clock. Busy, busy. Dude, that's awesome. I noticed uh, you still do your karaoke thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got five shows a week right now that I do. I do one trivia show on Tuesdays, and then I do karaoke uh, the rest of the week at local bars. I mean, it's it's awesome, man. I love it. It's easy money. I get paid to hang out with drunk people and listen to music, basically. So, I can't complain. Dude, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome, dude. That is awesome. So, between all that, do you have time to work on your music? Uh, yes and no. So, <laughs> remember last time we spoke, I had a metal EP that uh, I was working on. I had all the instrumentals uh, recorded and everything, and I had the lyric, I had the vocals demoed. Um, I haven't been, I haven't finished recording, and I honestly do feel, I feel really shitty about it. Uh, not for like personally me or like a little bit for people who were like if there were people excited to listen to it but the guy who I was doing everything with uh, Colin he's the one that I did my acoustic EP with um, I, I do feel shitty I would like to eventually reach back out to him I've just been I got caught up in life and everything but I just never ended up getting it done never ended up finishing it you know I and my uh, my fiance at the time, she and I was split up, and then I had to find a bunch of roommates to try to get everybody uh, in the house really quick, so that way I was able to come up with friends. And then one thing after another happened up, I got caught up in uh, a CBD company I was working with for a while. I went to Vegas, I was doing a bunch of stuff with them. Like it's been just a crazy hectic year where I haven't been able to hold on to one thing for very long, and I'm very, I'm finally now being able to put my feet on the ground and say, these are the things that I'm doing, this is my schedule, I'm not letting other things distract me. So I'm hoping to get back into my own original music, and then I also recently got hired into a band called Ghost Static as a, um, as a bassist, uh, backup vocalist, and fire performer. We just did a show a couple weeks ago, a holiday show that was sold out. Um, and so it's been an absolute blast. It's been a hell of a year so far. Dude, that is awesome, man. I'm glad to hear the things are, you know, <laughs> moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, that... yeah it's, 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 been, um, it's been really intense. Like I said, I'm doing these long days and stuff. Uh, I'm not getting much sleep, but I'm eating, I'm eating a whole lot. The reason why I've been going to the gym a lot is uh, I started training for American Ninja Warrior and uh, all natural physique bodybuilding. So I'm eating like 3,000 plus calories a day on top of the construction and then going to the gym. And then like I'm, I'm really, I'm in like a, like a 
hyper gear mode right now, so I'm really irritated that I have COVID right now because for the last week I haven't been able to do much of anything, and I've been so go, go, go for the past two months. Oh, wow. Dude, that's awesome, though. American Ninja Warrior? I know, right? That's crazy, but it's awesome, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, you talk about living the dream. <laughs> trying to, man. Trying, trying to make the dream. Yeah, um, I, I have a naturally, uh, like, naturally broader shoulders and small waist, and I'm naturally very lean. So a buddy of mine, who's a personal trainer, convinced me to start uh, training for all natural bodybuilding. So I'm not trying to do. I don't want to do like steroids or anything like that. I don't want to. I'm not trying to be like all Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, I really like to have some more muscle mass on me, uh, for sure. I'm gained 10 pounds in the last couple months. I'm trying to get to 175. I'm at 160 right now. I'm very, very happy about. But uh, it's, it's a lot of work. The hardest part is getting enough sleep and eating it up. So. And then on top of that, I was like, okay, you know, if I'm going to be getting, if I'm going to be uh, become rich and whatnot, I might as well try to do this crazy obstacle, obstacle course that I see. Uh, people on TV and on YouTube do all the time, so I, I definitely think that hopefully in 2022, 2023, I will be participating in uh, uh, in that challenge. Man, that'd be awesome, dude. I I hope so. I think that'd be killer to watch because I used to watch it all the time, and I was like, I could do that. No, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I end up getting on it, um, the first the first time I go on for the qualifying. I'm gonna wear obviously I'm gonna wear a Gil static shirt to represent the band. But if I end up if I end up beating that and I go on it again, I'll wear a mosh picture for you. Oh. Anytime I go around. Oh man, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. We'll definitely sponsor that. That'd be badass, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's killer. So are you working on new music? Are you um you know what uh so with um with me personally um, now that I've started to get my schedule back up and I would like to sort of fight uh, the bullet and swallow my pride and reach out to Colin and tell him, like, hey, I, I screwed up by, uh, so I, like I said, I kind of ghosted him and I feel shitty about it, so um, i got to swallow that bullet and see if he's still willing to work with me and get that finished up finally. And then with Ghost Static, uh, we have music that was already written and everything before um, I was hired into the band. So we're just going to start, I'm going to start learning the rest of the songs, uh, make sure I know the rest of the set list on bass and vocal parts that I need to know. And then we're going to start shooting more videos and releasing music for that. Nice. So all the songs were already written from Ghost Attic. You're just, yeah. you're just, are you going to have any input on any future music or are you just kind of, waiting, biding your time, being like, okay, let's see where this goes. Uh, a little bit of both. So, because Adamo, this is his project for the most part. Um, he's the lead singer of the band. He has been working on this for years now. So he has a lot of stuff that's already ready to go. Uh, however, I do know that he is flexible with certain things and would definitely like to eventually have us start putting input on the writing process. He knows that I can write, he knows that I can do things. Uh, it's just more a matter of getting through the songs that we already have done now. But in the meantime, I mean, I'm putting in all that I can into it as far as performance on stage goes, 
and uh, getting the right equipment and stuff and making it happen, motion, all that stuff. So we do have says, um, I do have like a say in like decisions in the band and stuff that we do, but as of right now, the writing is taken care of. So it's not, it's not anything that we've discussed or think about yet. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. That's, that's cool though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very fortunate to, uh, after um, departing from Dying Desolation, to have been found and hired by a band that already has their shit together. You know, we have all of our stuff is already tracked. We have our air system. We have all of our uh, stage equipment. Like, at this point, we're just getting bells and whistles. But we're buying things like smoke machines. Um, we already have our light system. We're getting new light systems. Now it's at the point where... I joined this band that's been setting themselves up, but I've been setting everything up for a few years now, so it's not like I'm starting completely from scratch again, which is very, very nice. Dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Very grateful and fortunate. <laughs> that was scared. I'm not gonna lie. I was very, um, I was very scared when I got, uh, when I got got fired. So when I got fired from my time installation to try to jump back into the game, you know. There was uh, the self-doubt and depression from that, and then the relationship ending. I think that's really what ended up causing it. You know, there was a point where um, all I really wanted to do was just go to work, come home, and just go see if I felt like a depression. I stopped writing, stopped working on music, and I don't know what happened. Something clicked in my head where I was like, this fucking sucks, and I really want to start doing stuff again. And one by one, you know, I started going back to the gym, um, Adamo came to one of my karaoke shows, just, you know, just happened to be there, saw what he, uh, or liked what he saw, like what he heard, asked me to jam out with him, I said yes, the next thing I knew, he was like, alright, you're hired, and we were shooting a music video a couple months later, so things have just kind of fallen back into place, uh, magically, it's, it almost seems like it's a damn fairy tale, while I've been sort of trying to get back up on my feet with my confidence, and uh, financial stability and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I remember when we talked last, you know, you were kind of in that unsure area of, okay, well, I'm not with this band, but I'm working on my own stuff. You seem pretty positive. So, you know, I'm really glad you're, you know, back on that side of it, too. No, absolutely, absolutely. I definitely was in a, in a bit of like a, a limbo, I guess is the best way to put it. I was in like this weird... Uh, limbo trying to find out where I fit in again and that's something that I hadn't felt probably since really early high school probably since like freshman year now I've always been somewhat confident where I stand in my life and for that uh, that good six plus months I, I didn't know elephant and stars cease fire when you feel it coming on and you know there's something wrong with it Along. And you know you're gonna deal with it With it
Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, dude, depression sucks anyway. But especially when it when it triggers something, you know. Dude, I just lost my my band and. It was rough. Yeah. Yes, how you been? What's new with you? What's new with me? Um, we finally got. Yeah, did I talk to you before the flood? Uh, I believe you talked to me right after the flood. I remember that you were doing a lot more with your studio and you were adding in platforms, I believe, or a stage, maybe it was. Yeah, we got that in. We got the couch. We got a table. We, um, dude, we really, we really stepped our game up after that flood. Yeah. Like, we, you know, in the beginning, the first, the first iteration of said podcast studio you know it wasn't really homey it wasn't it it was in my mind of something that a studio should look like so we had all the desks and the chairs but when you added in the monitors yes you added in the monitors you couldn't see each other guests were on stools and um yeah even it's funny too because even uh so we started another podcast. It's called the Rock Mart Podcast, where we talk about the town, and we bring in um, we bring in um, guests and everything. Is that your side? Is that my side? Uh, it might be. I don't hear anything, so it's probably on my side. Hmm. Let's see here. Um, I don't know. It was kind of like a helicopter. It was like. But there ain't no telling. Uh, <laughs> it it's gone for the most part now, so we're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, we brought in a guy. <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. Ninja. <laughs> um, so we brought in one of the guys that we actually interviewed for the mosh pit. He's actually part of the Rockmart podcast now. And even he was saying, you know, they had a good setup beginning, but, you know, this one is so much better. It was very informal at the last one. This time now it's very homey, cozy, and, you know, a place you actually want to be. Yeah, I feel like it almost has to be for a podcast. You know, because you want, you want people to get comfortable. You want people to be able to freely express themselves or at least feel like they can and you need that sort of home-like feeling mm-hmm. uh, to put people at ease especially somebody who doesn't who's not used to or comfortable with talking into a microphone or to an audience you know they tend to get nervous they stumble a lot or maybe they talk kind of quiet or they uh they just can't really process what they want to think or what they want to say before they think you, you know even i have trouble sometimes articulating myself when I'm on a podcast and I've done a million different episodes throughout a couple of years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Even behind the microphone, I'll get down here and before the before the interview starts or even just the chat, and it's like, uh, am I going to butcher this? Am I going to mess something up? <laughs> and eventually, you know, I mean, I've done dozens of these at this point. I've done, you know, tons, and it just... Yeah, it just kind of comes natural. If I stumble over something, my audience knows me now, and they're like, oh, he'll get his train of thought back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere around there, you know. Not on the track, but 
Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, my co-host, Soundcheck. She, um, we, me and her are talking again about getting back together and doing some cool stuff. And I threw one at her the other day. It kind of threw her a curveball, and I was like, you want to step out of your comfort zone? And she goes, how far out? I, I said, let's do some lives. She goes, ooh, lives. Um, I was like, I was like, come on, it's too. I did live shows every morning for I want to say like a year, year and a half. I did a morning talk show for the longest time, and that is definitely that. That's uh, that makes you nervous, especially when you start to see the numbers go up of how many people are watching. So they're like, ooh, I'm excited, excited more viewers. On the other hand, if I screw up, that's like that many people watching me screw up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you don't want to see those numbers start turning away. It's like, wait, 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 what did I do? Yeah, come back. I know, you, you want to tell them to come back because they can't hear you. They're already gone. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you want to start telling as you, As you people sign in, leave your phone number in chat so if you leave, I can call you and ask you why. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God, I remember when I used to work at a... When I used to work at Olive Garden, I was a waiter and a cook there. When I was waiting tables, there was a handful of times that I got phone numbers from people, and they would put them on the Zios, those little computers you have there. They went right on the checkout. They put it on the Zios comment section. And my managers were always yelling me. They were all like, you know you can't put in your own comments. And I'm like, I swear to God, I don't know these people. Like, there's, there's brand new. This one person... I got called into the office for this one person put in uh, the uh, comment section. Um, our waiter Gavin fulfilled all of our requests. Dot dot dot. All of our requests. I'm like, what the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> Just bringing your breadsticks, not your prostitute. Knock it off. <laughs> this is not that kind of restaurant, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got some funny customers. I had some really weird ones, too. I had this one gentleman that, uh, that came in and ha asked me to describe the him. Uh, he goes, the fettuccine Alfredo, tell me about it. Which, first off, just, like, might fuck me because it's, it's in the name. It tells you what it is. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's fettuccine pasta with Alfredo sauce. And he says, yeah, but describe it to me. <laughs> And they're just like, okay. And so I tell him, like, oh, it's, uh, you know, fettuccine, it's like spaghetti, but long and flat. And he goes, okay, okay, I understand. I'll take the lasagna. So you think we go through all that just to order something completely different? <laughs> the littlest things just like mildly irritated me, but they also make me laugh in the future. Yeah, I, that's something I don't know that I could ever go back to is restaurant. I worked in I worked in pizza, so it technically wasn't restaurant, but it was you know we had the sit down and all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I could. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it again. That was. You no, know, I'm happy that I'm not in it, but I'm not gonna lie. Part of me does miss it. And there, there is an addictive part of the culture. I think. Like I, I do miss the like the super fast pace in the kitchen. Yeah. And I do miss joking around with customers and the uh, I did have some really cool regular customers and I do miss that and the social aspect but at the same time it, majority of the time it was not worth the pay the work that I was doing and mm. it's also you know it's, it's kind of a dead end job like there's no going up from there and I like to improve too much oh yeah oh yeah and see I was a driver I was a pizza delivery boy and uh my uh, 
you know, that that wear and tear on your car, man, that was that was the worst part of it because all I was making was tips. And um, no, no, we didn't we didn't qualify for that because supposedly we didn't make enough to qualify for any benefits. So that yeah, that's. Yeah, I like, so for a DJ, any sort of, um, I got to do 1099 for that, so I'm an independent contractor, so I am. So anytime that I drive to a job or anything like that, I have to count all those miles. That, that's all tax write-off for me. Oh. Any repairs that I get to my car, that's all tax write-off. Any oil change, stuff like that, that's all tax write-off. I actually started doing weddings and um, needed, had to carry around more equipment, so I went and bought a bigger vehicle. So that's going to be a tax. So that's like a $3,000 tax write-off for him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, start looking into it. Like, especially uh, doing this podcast and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, if you make any sort of money off of it, then or if you're any, like, able to, like, even claim any kind of tax with this, all mm -hmm. the equipment that you have, all, like, a bunch of hours, the space that you're using right now, that office space, if you pay rents on that building, that is a tax write-off. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'll definitely look into that. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, the majority of the stuff that is either here is stuff that I brought from, you know, way back when, or some of it has been our gracious sponsor of uh, Toner Microphones. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah, got to plug them. <laughs> there you go. But other than that, I mean, yeah, it's it's... It's getting there. I really want to get to that point where, you know, to not even for me, you know, not even making me money, but, like, the more you have, the more you can benefit for these bands that are out there busting their ass trying to make something, and I want to be, you know, their back pocket guy of, hey, yeah. you need promotion, you need whatever, the mosh pit's where it is. Foon, the compass.
support your local bands because that's where everybody starts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's where everybody starts. Everybody starts in their garage or their basement or their friend's house. Like that, that's where it all begins. Yep. And I know, I know. I'm I'm about to tell a story that I know my listeners are already tired of hearing because I've talked about it almost every close to every episode, but I talked to it with new people to get their perspective on it. Um, Shaky... I got a unique perspective, so let me hear it. Shaky Knees Festival this past October, there were a handful of big bands on it, like Alice Cooper, Stevie Nicks, those, you know, the rest of the freaking card were locals. They were locals. They were smaller bands. And, dude, that warmed my heart. I was like, that is freaking awesome. And then I made the mistake of going in the comments. Went, Dude, the comments were like, who's going to pay to hear some no-name band? We got shafted with just getting Alice Cooper and Stevie Nicks. I wouldn't go for any of those other bands. I've never even heard of them. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, first off. Alice Cooper, Stevie Nicks, Metallica, they were all locals at one point. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, when you think about it, people like people will pay top dollar. You'll see one of those bands where it's just them and maybe like one other or two other bands. Uh-huh. So the fact you're getting an entire festival out of it, like that, that's just that's just extra for you. Yeah. Plus YouTube, Spotify, like those are those are free things that you can go on to. I mean, Spotify, you know, you got paid for it for certain uh, person, but you can use it for free. Hmm. There's ways to hear these bands for free. Yeah. Where you can go check it out and see if you like it or not. Dude, when I first started this podcast, me and my girlfriend now, we used to just, I mean, Reverb Nation, that's where we started, Reverb Nation. And we would just pick a local show and go. I'd listen to like one one act, like one song, and be like, dude, they're pretty good. Let's go hear the, everybody else. Cause, and, and I can't tell you how many times we went to a show for the headliner and ended up talking more to the opening band like, dude, we want you guys on our platform. And this was yeah. this was before you know we had any kind of credibility of hey I've got a podcast. It it was like hey I'm starting a podcast and I'd like for you to be one of the bands that we kick it off with. And you know the, the bands were just like um yeah get back to me when you've actually done something. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, I think another interesting point of view too to look at it is you know if, if you're gonna go see. Um, you know, Stevie Nicks and uh, Alice Cooper, for instance, those are the bands you're going to see, and you're very excited for them. Odds are, the lower the local bands that are playing before them are going to have some sound that is at least influenced by those bands. Mm-hmm. You know, if, I, if I'm going to go see a heavy metal, if I'm going to go see like a heavy metal show, it's not going to be backed up by a whole bunch of pop and country artists. Right. It's going to be a bunch of subgenres of metal. And so I'm going to hear those influences plus something new, which is going to expand what my knowledge already is and give me a better palette to listen to. Exactly. And who cares if you haven't heard of them? Go there and hear them. They're probably worth listening to. Yeah. I think that's more so to stop. People are very comfortable with what they're comfortable with. They're not wanting to change. They're not wanting to grow or adapt or step outside of their comfort zone. You know, 
And one of my favorite things to ask people when I used to work in the food industry was um, if they were ever traveled. You know, like if I started to connect with somebody, I'd ask them like, oh, like, where, where are you from? You ever traveled to here, there, or wherever? Most people haven't. Yeah. And if they have, then it's only like maybe in the tri-state area or maybe like a couple cities over. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I, I can't really say much on that. I was the same way um, before I started the job that I'm at now. I, I didn't, I didn't venture down to Atlanta unless I was, you know, headed to a show, and that was rarely. Um, yeah. Now with this job, dude, I've been to Virginia, I've been to Miami, I've been to Texas, Houston. Um, hell, me and my girl actually got to go when we did our Texas trip. We went straight out. To, um, Houston and then went south and came back up through Baton Rouge and Louisiana and all that and back up through Montgomery and Panama we well we stopped off at Panama and then had to backtrack up to Montgomery for another call but it's just amazing you know yeah have you ever been out of the country yet I have not that is definitely a goal though life changing if you can like, when I say go out of the country, I mean, like, really, really explore the locals, really explore the culture. Don't just, like, stay in a resort or stay, like, where all the, um, the tourists and everything are. No, like, go out and really experience what it's like to be in that, that place of living. It's really something else. It will change your whole perspective on not only America, but your own life, your own household. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, how, you pull, how you pull yourself, how you carry yourself with, with your body, it'll really change your perspective. I took a trip to Belize a couple of years ago, oh. and that will all I spent two weeks there. I spent one week on an island with the Belizean Coast Guard, uh, spearhunting the lionfish because they're an invasive species there. Mm-hmm. And then I spent another week in the jungle on a jaguar preserve, setting up camera traps looking for like big cats and hiking through the mountains. That's awesome. That is awesome. It was insane. Yeah. Oh, but there were crazy parts too. Like they were like bad parts. We were driving. We were in the uh, in the bus going from the airport to our first destination, and we're driving past like true poverty. Not not poor people that you see. Not like homeless people that you see on the streets here in Cleveland or just in America. You know, they have their fully clothed. And they might have like a, like an iPhone or something like that, maybe. But they, they look like, you know, they're, they're somewhat fed. They got some meat on the bones. No, we saw like true poverty, like little kids beating each other up in like, in like the desert, basically, driving from the airport to our first destination. And like showing up these food markets to people who are just as lean as you could possibly imagine because of how little drinking water they have. Oh wow! Like it, like there's the nice tourist parts of Belize, but then there's a lot of it that's like a third world country, and I got to experience both of those in a bit more of the third world part than the nicer part of it. And I gotta say, that's like 
that is that was the best part for me. That was the most enlightening part for me. Yeah, I can imagine because I mean that's all eye-opening stuff. Like, oh, you've got it so bad here in America. When in real, when in reality, it's like, dude, some of our poor people are better off than you know these other countries. Yeah. 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 It's fucking crazy. You want a really crazy fact? I think it's. I want to say, and I'm, I'm sure people in the comment section will blow me up if I'm wrong about this. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's like if you make. Thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars a year, somewhere around there. You are the one percent of the world, not America, but of the world. You are the one percent income making. If you make three thousand or thirty thousand to thirty-five thousand dollars a year, wow. That's not a whole lot. No, it's not. No, it really isn't. But uh, but as far as the whole world is concerned, that is the one percent. Oh yeah, dude. That's just. I mean, it's crazy. And you and you. You really get a sense of a lot of people here. Like I'm not a I'm not a like full blown America's the greatest freaking country in the world. I've never been one of those. And you know, you look out there and it's like, wow, we really do have it pretty good. Now we do have some pretty screwed up parts, but <laughs> absolutely, I think there's give and take with it. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of give and take. You, know, you hear people argue about. Uh, argue about things like our healthcare, or they argue about like yeah, the justice system, you know, things that we have that are flawed and could be better. But at the same time, there's a lot of give and take oh, when yeah. you look at the bigger picture. Oh, yeah. And and a lot of people, you know, they've never, they've barely left their home state, much less the country. Yeah. And they don't, they don't see all that. Granted, I've never been out of the country, but you know, I do have an open mind and I do chat with a lot of people from around the world with this podcast and it's, it's fun. You know, you, you really, cause I don't, I don't have the funds, the means, the whatever you want to call it to really do a large world trip, which I a bucket list, dude, I want, I don't know about the connections. I think you just gotta know yeah. the right people or you gotta know the right people we're willing to fly you out. We're willing to take you places. That's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, with this age of technology, I didn't think it's so much about having the right, uh, the right career or the right, um, the right amount of money. I think it's, I think it's the right charisma and being at the right place at the right time. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. But um, I know my bucket list. I want to go to Ireland so freaking bad. That's that's one place I really want to go. Light forty five. What light remains. Drink every meal with a silver cup All the money ran away and my friends ran 
My girl wants to do Italy, Venice, one of those places. Uh, I have a trip to Italy that I was that uh, my girlfriend and I will be doing uh, probably next year, uh, 2023, or maybe later this year. It depends how she's doing. She's got some uh, she's got some medical stuff that she's working through right now and isn't allowed to travel in the meantime. Yeah. As soon as she is, we will be taking a trip to Italy. I'm super stoked about that. Oh, very cool. I want to see pictures, man. I want to see pictures. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Australia. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 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 I want to go there because it's just such, in, in my mind, it's such an insane, like, country. Such an insane continent. You know, it's uh, hot as hell. Everything there wants to kill you. Uh-huh. Like, the wild, wild west, basically. Like, they have the craziest animals in the world there. They yeah. have some very beautiful sights. And then they have, like, also the most nothing. Like, the majority of it is not habitable. That's insane to me. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, like you said, everything there will kill you. But but it'd still be cool just to go. I mean, just just that whole area. Because what they, where the spots that are barren, you know, you go just a little bit over and you've got all that population and all that artistry and design i mean it's beautiful what i've seen in pictures you know <laughs> yeah and, and it, it all started out with uh just a, a whole bunch of convicts mm-hmm yep they were yeah yeah that's a, hey what better place shit yeah. well which yeah. is interesting though because now <laughs> i believe if you're a felon you cannot go there is that i knew they have strict uh gun laws and all that stuff but i i didn't know that you couldn't go if you were a felon that's neat 
they, they, they have very strict um, criminal laws there, yeah. I'm not sure if it's you can't move there or if you can't go there at all. Wow. But I know if you have like a certain record, you're not allowed you're not allowed to enter that country, ironically enough. Huh. Full yeah. They had a complete 180. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, you know, when you put somebody in a hot box like that, they're, uh, they're going to change after a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, that's just one of those things, dude. I'd love to get out there and I'd love to get to, um, I'd really love to visit like Finland, not just for their awesome music because, you know. I'm a Volbeat guy too, <laughs> but uh, dude, and and their climate, their climate is crazy. Like I don't know if you've ever looked into it. I actually looked and did a lot of research. I have not. Finland is like a weird because of where it is. During the summertime, the sun rises at like 4 a.m. and doesn't set until close to 10 p.m. Yeah, kind of, with their, you know, okay. winter time that only lasts, you know, like 30 freaking days. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what is that? Yeah, then something like in the wintertime in Finland, the uh, the sun doesn't even rise till 9.30 in the morning and goes down around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Just be. I, I don't know how I'd be with that. Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> I'd be able to uh, function. <laughs> No. So I have to have to play a show out there one day. The band will have to back up. We'll have to hit the road. Definitely. Man. Yeah, we do have uh, we do have plans right now to um start playing out of state this year for sure. I know Pennsylvania is one place we want to go to. Um, I think we're just going to stick to like the um the bordering states for now. And then after a few months, we'll come back. We'll be back in Ohio, and we'll do a uh, big, uh, big headlining show. But uh, we definitely want to start playing out of state more as we start releasing this new music too. Yeah, absolutely. So you're not looking at Atlanta just yet, huh? I don't believe so. Nobody's nobody said anything about it, but at the same time, you know, they, they might just kind of pull something out of their ass and spring it. I'll be like, hey, Gavin, you got two weeks. Let, let work now. <laughs> Nice. Well, keep me posted if y'all show up down here, because I'll be there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's, I'm not going to say what it is yet, because there's nothing confirmed, but there is a, uh, there is a particular festival this summer that we were trying to get on the, um, trying to get on the lineup to, that if we got into it would be pretty, pretty fucking amazing, so... Can't say what it is because we're not uh, we're not confirmed for it yet, but we got some uh, some people on the inside and we got some uh, some whispers going. Nice, dude. Keep me posted and good luck on that. Um, man, I appreciate you sitting in with me tonight, dude. This was fun. Absolutely. Oh, shit! It's been half an hour already. Look at that. I know, right? <laughs> absolutely. Thank you for having me, man. Always a pleasure. Dude, absolutely. Anytime you want to come on and chat, we can talk about pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely let you know. Cool. Well, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and um, all your socials, all that fun stuff. Oh, geez, okay. So, <laughs> you can find me personally. Um, 
trust you with my heart?
Blaze Sanctum. Just quit. 